guys. Welcome back to the Week in Review. It is... What week is it, Beth? I don't even know. Six. 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 You could have said 16. I'm like, all right, that's good. 16, <laughs> six, three. I feel like I could say anything to you right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little no, tired. I think we have five weeks left uh, uh, into our quarter, and we're going to close in the week before Thanksgiving. Uh, but that means we have lots of opportunities to continue to discover and follow Jesus in community as small groups. And so... Before we jump into talk about uh, this weekend's message on John the Baptist and the greatest one that ever was, mm-hmm. uh, I want to quickly, we have a couple announcements. Do you so remember what they are? I do. We have the women's tea coming up, ladies. And so you can find out all of that information at a table uh, during the weekend services. And then we also have men's retreat coming yeah. up. So an event for the ladies, an event for the men. Make sure that you are talking and encouraging your small group to go. I think this is both great opportunities for community. Awesome. And then on top of that, talk about go moments for a second. And uh, I know a lot of you groups have already have something planned. They came to the OCC Operation Christmas small Child. Groups five small groups. Come out last Tuesday for that. Awesome. And, and just thank you guys for do coming out. Hope you guys enjoyed your time and got to see a little bit of youth group, but also hear an amazing testimony of what those boxes can do outside of our walls. That being said, we also have, if you haven't done a Go opportunity, there's lots of things going on. If you go to www. I think there's one to many W. Go to crosspoint.com. You can find out on our outreach page. Backslash outreach. Yeah, if that's a thing. It is. It is. We have our Here, There, and Everywhere resource book. And this is a book that Tammy helped us together for us last year. Uh, We're trying to keep that up to date. I know Tammy's in the process right now of putting some new things on there. And so in the next several weeks or months, those will be some new stuff on there. Go ahead and check it out. But I also just encourage you, we have longstanding partnerships with the Brook that meets here on Sunday afternoons. We have longstanding partnerships with OB, with Regeneration Church. Mm-hmm. And a uh, and great person to contact would be Sam or Billy Tate on that. And they would love for you to be able to go down there and serve. And just going into the Thanksgiving Christmas season, I know there's lots of different opportunities throughout. There's like citywide cleanup days. There's soup kitchens. There's different things that you can do. Um, it'd be time right now, now if you have a discussion about it in your small group. The time is now to figure <laughs> out when what when you want to do. I know this. Last year, when we talked about what stood out to them from their small group experience, it was the go moments. And Absolutely. Like yes. Serving together. So it yes. oftentimes is a big morale boost. So make sure you do that. Now, jumping into the Intersect this week after a one-week technical hiatus, we are back at it in the Intersect like always, jump into that first question. But if you noticed, Steve gave us a little bit more on question number two. All right, some examples. And this could be actually a really fun question, depending on your group. If you have a group that's pretty like quick-witted and sarcastic, I have a feeling like my group's going to sit on this for a while because well, my group's got a lot of so- Jesus junk. and Jesus, so <laughs> Jesus junk? A lot of Jesus junk with these cliche, quick pop yes, answers. yes. And so we went at this question two ways. In what ways has these cliche things, how they encourage you maybe? Because like you said, there are some truth in this. What of these things have caused some damage? So what we're asking for, what are those, like Beth, what's a, what's a quick Christian cliche? God will never give you more than you could handle. By the way, has anybody ever found that to be true? Yes. No. God no, gives not, <laughs> not yes. That's not true. No. I thought you were going another way. Has anyone ever had that told to you? Yeah. And look yeah. at every single leader in the Bible. God gave them more than they can handle. But, yeah. You know, through Christ, all things are possible. Yeah. Yes and amen. Yes. 
But a lot of times people think it's through myself. It's all things possible. What are the Christian, Christian, Christian cliche? I can't even say that. <laughs> Christian cliches, the train up a child and they will not depart from it. Yeah. They believe that it's a promise. And that's, so that's actually a good point. This is going to, we're going to see this in question two and also in question four. Mm-hmm. As we talk about the Christian cliches, got it that time. Ooh, got it. Ding. All right. And, and then also Ding. question four, we're talking about the promises. We need to be careful uh, because a lot of times what happens is, is we take particularly one book in the Bible. And it's mm-hmm. the book of Proverbs. And we and think we, it's the book of promises. Exactly. So just like this, train up the, the child in the way of the Lord and he will not depart. Mm-hmm. We, as parents hear that and we want to hear it as a promise. Like, okay, if I, you know, do X, you know, A, B, and C, then God must do D. Mm-hmm. The, the book of Proverbs is not promises. The book of Proverbs are wise saying, mm-hmm. which is most of the time it goes this way. Probables, this, yes. Yeah, it's the, you know, and so for us, when we're talking about these Christian cliches and we're talking about the promises of God, let's be really clear that we're not making some, making more something that God ever intended it to be with mm-hmm. inside scripture. Well, uh, and just so when you, in question four, when it says, you know, the promises and what are some of the promises, make sure that as they're saying them, that you know whether these are real promises or not. Yeah. And, and here'd be a great thing you can do is, is, um, you can look through and you can find your Bibles oftentimes will highlight, you got to study Bible. They're going to highlight the promises of God and what those mm. means, who they are, like the promises God gave to Abraham mm-hmm. in this though. I want to be careful that there are, there are promises that are given to the people of God and mm-hmm. then there are promises in scripture that are given to a person of God. Mm-hmm. And we got to be careful what we're doing and what promises we're holding on to, just like when we're reading the book of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. So look through those Christian cliches and, and, and reading those and then jumping into uh, our passages. If you've opened up your intersect, you might notice something here. It's a little bit different. Uh, Steve has three different passages for us to look through, but they all center around one book in the Bible. And it's that happy-go-lucky book, that book that we all go to when we need to be encouraged, <laughs> when we just, man, I just need a word of truth in a moment, you know, I need to be inspired. It's the book of Job. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I go to all the time. <laughs> You're weird. Okay. <laughs> no, it's the book of Job. And I think that if you've been around church for a long time or you've spent some time studying your Bible... You know the general premise of the book of Job. Where I want us to be really, really careful is, is we have people from all different histories mm-hmm, with all different mm-hmm. backgrounds in church coming inside the side of our small group. So don't assume that they understand that they know the story of Job. The story of Job can really be found in the first two chapters and the last chapter of Job. Job is a very large book. It's also known as the one that's probably the first book that was written inside the Bible. It's the oldest book. And, and it has this great story, and it's but most of the story, what you see inside the book of Job, is actually a conversation that, that this man named Job is having with a couple of his friends, and they're arguing back and forth. And so some of that is really prophetic, and some of that is is just it's hard to interpret. Mm-hmm. But to understand the book of the Job, you need to understand chapters one and two, and you need to understand the last chapter. And so make sure we kind of understand the grand narrative, the fact that the devil came and asked permission, right? And God granted permission, which is a weird concept to think through. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that God, that the devil was testing him. Again, the devil was testing, not God. Mm -hmm. Be really, really clear about that. God gave permission to something and then God kept him through that rather preserved a remnant, which is a theme we see throughout the entire scripture that God is preserving something to the end to create, to gather people into himself. And that's what he does at the end of the book as he gathered Job back to himself. 
So as we do this, let's be really, really careful how we're reading it. Uh, maybe send some context. If you have some time, have them read chapters one and two and then read these verses. Yeah, I, I, I would put that in the email this week, of, you know, maybe to get better insight before group, uh, take some time to read chapters one and two. Uh, any other tips, Tim, to give a quick flyby for Job for our small group leaders? Well, no, I think that inside of it, don't think you have to have the entire book memorized too. No, no. Inside the notes, Steve actually gave us some notes and we're going to include them inside of our leader note sheet. And I think that they're really good as you kind of tackle those very particular verses. Um, and what we need to understand is there is a lot of hope to be found in Job. We joke about this, but there is a lot of hope to be found in Job. And so make sure we don't miss that in spite of what everything else that we see you know, or whatever, everything else that we read inside this, this passage. Um, when it comes to that fourth question, um, I, I think that it talks about what promises are you holding on to? What do we need to hold on to right now? And again, I love that focus upon ourselves. The problem could be is, is there are people right now that God is blessing. We're mm-hmm. seeing God bless people all throughout our congregation. And so they're not clinging to the promises. They're just clinging to Jesus and they mm-hmm. say, yes and amen. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what that one last question is, is what's some, what's some advice or some you know perspectives that you would give to somebody? Be careful. This is not, we're not asking what advice would you give to the other person sitting across the circle mm-hmm. from you right now? Yeah. But rather more along the lines of if or when, more likely when you're in a place that you need encouragement, what are the things, what are the truths, what are the promises of God? What is the reality of who Jesus is and what he has done for us? Again, pointing them back to the personhood of Jesus, the image of God that you need to be reminded of. And if we're going to be people of the Bible, we shouldn't just give them cliche words. Mm-hmm. We should give them scriptural truth to hold them through. So what are those pieces of the Bible that you are carrying with you for the right time and the right moment? I think a good thing to do even in that is give them, pass out some index cards, give them some time, write it down, write promises real big on it, you know, and then stick it. And their Bible, stick it somewhere where they're going to come back to that. And if it's to give advice to that friend who feels like they're stuck, or if it's even for them to come back to that promise. And, and, I, and I, I'm not going to guarantee this, but I am. And get, I can almost guarantee you, almost, that if you ask inside your group, what are the passages in the scripture, the truths that they're holding on to? What are the promises of God that they go to? Your group is going to be able to come back because... I know my group that they've, they've come with some amazing passages and where the note cards are really helpful, not to write the ones down you already know, but to mm. write the ones down that somebody else does. Mm, that's good. So, so just do that inside of your groups. Uh, hope you guys have a great time. Want to hear back about more of those go moments. Thank we'll you, love guys. love to see your guys go out to men's retreat or a ladies' tea. I mean, the guys, not to the ladies' tea. That's Don't do that. The ladies to the ladies' tea. The guys to the men's <laughs> retreat. Tim needs a nap. Peace out, people. Bye, guys. <laughs>